Welcome to hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. You can catch the podcast at 989theanswer.com. Click on listen, click on shows, and then page down to my show. Jeff boils it down to about 20-minute increments by half hour. The commercials are taken out. Easy to take with you on a walk around the neighborhood or on a workout. And we appreciate you listening. The podcast numbers uh, have never been higher. It's nice to be back on the air my second week. I will not be here tomorrow. Uh, as I will be uh, doing something with my family tomorrow. And so Jack Windsor will be sitting in. Jack Windsor will very shortly have his own uh, hour program every night at 5 p.m. called the Windsor Report. I believe that's supposed to start in uh, early March. So set your clock for that. Yesterday, the uh, president's brother, Jim Biden was uh, before the House Oversight Committee testifying for hours and hours and hours and hours. And uh, we all know that Jim Biden's brother Joe's memory is uh, pudding. Okay, maybe I'm being too harsh. Applesauce. But it looks like it might run in the family. Forgetfulness. Uh, According to the Daily Caller, James Biden altered his story during a closed-door interview with lawmakers on Wednesday after congressional investigators presented him with evidence directly contradicting his claims. Whoops. Now, let's give Jim Biden the benefit of the doubt, shall we? I'm sure this there's a lot of, what have they got, 150 suspicious activity reports from banks. They've got Chinese money, Ukrainian money, Russian money. They got the mayor of Moscow's wife and five million and another this and that. It's hard to keep track when you're scamming money and you've picked up as many bags of cash around the world in as many foreign countries as the Bidens have. I'm sure it'd be easy to confuse one sort of arcane transaction. Is that what happened here? Uh, No, it's not. Jim Biden told interviewers he was not part of a business deal involving Hunter Biden and several of his associates. You know their names, right? Tony Bobulinski, Devin Archer, Rob Walker. However, after investigators showed Jim Biden an agreement that featured his, oops, signature alongside those of Hunter Biden and his other business partners, James Biden then told legislators that he did not remember signing the agreement. Okay. Now, what a, what specific agreement was this? Have you heard of CEFC, the Chinese energy company? Yes. Have you heard of Sinohawk? Yes. That's the phony baloney organization that they created in China because it would look bad on the business documents to say, I'm Hunter Biden. I enter into this agreement with Xi Jinping and the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, so they had to come up with some other name, and so they came up with CEFC China. We've all heard that name, right? 50% of this entity was to be owned by Hudson West. That's the Hunter Biden Shell Corporation. And it was to be managed by a CEFC emissary, a guy by the name of Gongweng Dong. No jokes. And 50% to be owned by Oneida Holdings, an entity composed and controlled by Hunter Biden, James Biden, Rob Walker, James Gillier, and Tony Bobolinsky. You've heard all those names. You remember hearing that because you've followed this. Jim Biden, he's on the inside. He got paid. He didn't remember. 
Oh, that's my, is that my signature? Okay. This is the same deal that was articulated in the 2017 email where 20% went to H, 20% to RW, Rob Walker, 20% for JG, James Gillier, 20% for TB, Tony Bobolinsky, 10% for Jim Biden, and 10 held by H for the big guy. This is the number one transaction that has been in the news since this whole thing broke. And James Biden said, I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. Oh, my. Apparently, dementia runs in the family. This is the same deal where the $5 million was supposed to be coming to Hunter and it didn't show up fast enough. And so Hunter fires off the WhatsApp message. I'm sitting here with my father, and we would like to understand why the commitment has been made and not fulfilled. Tell the director I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand, and now means tonight. And Z, if I get a call or a text from anyone involved in this other than you or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows... He's never involved in any of his business dealings, by the way. And my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I am sitting here in case the guy didn't know who. Well, who do you mean? Who do you mean is sitting there with you? The WhatsApp message ended. I am sitting here waiting for the call with my father. With my father. James Biden didn't recall any of that. Not a word of it. Uh, in case you forgot how lack of wiggle room there were there was in Joe Biden's denials about Hunter and Jim Biden. Allow me to refresh your memory. So when I think of Eric going out. Oh, that's Ben Crump. I've had enough of you, Ben. Here's Joe Biden. I've never discussed my business or their business, my sons or daughters. I never discussed a single thing with my son about anything having to do with Ukraine. I've never spoken to my son about his overseas Never. I have never discussed with my son or my brother or anyone else anything having to do with their businesses, period. Period. Never, 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 period. Gee, that's pretty definitive. At least I think it is. But the Democrats on Capitol Hill do not think it is definitive at all. Uh, Jamie Raskin says that because the FBI, I love this logic, just now figured out that the Russian who told them Joe and Hunter Biden each got a $5 million bribe, the same guy the FBI was paying $100,000 a year as an informant for years and years and years and years, just because the FBI has now arrested that guy, that this, in Jamie Raskin's mind, proves that this whole Biden prosecution is, wait for it, Russian disinformation. 
Now we know that Russian intelligence operatives were behind creating the propaganda and disinformation at the very foundation of this investigation. So I think it's time for uh, Chairman Comer and the Republicans to fold up the circus tent and we should get back to work for the American people. Ah, time to fold the tent. One guy. Never mind 150 suspicious activity reports. Never mind bags of cash around the world. Never mind Jim Biden lying yesterday in front of House Oversight when presented with business paperwork. Never mind 10% for the big guy. Time to fold the tent, Jamie Raskin says. Here's House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Jason Smith, Republican, Missouri. Why it's not time to fold the tent. What we saw out of James Biden is that all he focused on was protecting the family brand. Proven step by step, that's what they do best. Protect the family brand and sell that family brand all over the world. The family brand is Joe Biden. We have numerous, numerous WhatsApp messages and also emails that came from the IRS whistleblowers that that intimately showed James Biden, along with Hunter, uh, Tony Bobolinsky, Rob Walker and other associates selling the brand to foreigners all over the world. And the brand is Joe Biden. I don't know, Jason Smith. I mean, if I'm a foreign business billionaire oligarch, I'm probably sitting in my office saying to my business associates, you know what? We need to really take our business to the next level. We need to find a cocaine addict from America, and it'd be really better if he was not just a cocaine addict but a sex addict. In fact... If we could find a cocaine addict and a sex addict who committed a federal gun crime, if we could get it, he he needs no experience. In fact, if he has no experience in energy matters, it would be so much the better. If we could find such a person and add him to our board of directors, I think our business would take off into the stratosphere. And as luck would have it for that oligarch and for others around the world, along came, not Jones, Hunter Biden. Along came Hunter Biden at the perfect time to take their business to the next level. But it's all Russia hoax now. Because, I mean, I guess you can't blame a girl for trying. If you were able to impeach Trump on how many phony Russian hoaxes? Two? Three, why not go to the same well again? Time for today in crazy, and we often have to go uh, way outside central Ohio to find today in crazy. Uh, Today we do not have to go outside central Ohio. All we have to do is go to the NBC4i Website where there is a story headlined suspect in Mifflin officer stabbing released on bond. Now, I told you about this story earlier in the week where they had this guy who has a history of attacking people, presumably because he's mentally ill. His name is Brian Benjamin. And Brian Benjamin was seen on videotape stabbing a Mifflin Township police officer in the head on Sunday night. So they've got video of him stabbing this officer 
in the head. And so Brian Benjamin is detained and he goes to court. And municipal judge, municipal court judge, Cynthia Ebner granted him a bond, a half a million dollar bond. You say, well, that's a lot of money. No, it isn't. Subject to the 10% rule, it's $50,000. And so he's out. He's out free. So he can stab other people. He just walked up to the officer and started stabbing him in the head. Prior to which, he had also assaulted another person in Mifflin Township who was the person who called 911. So this guy is out, and I don't have a picture of him, or I would put it on our website, and I would try to show you so that you, if you see him, Anywhere near you, you could avoid him. Now, this is, of course, a miscarriage of justice. Oh, wait. No, it isn't. This is today and crazy. So let's get the learned opinion of Robert Barnhart, an assistant professor at the Capital University Law School. This is the guy, one of the guys, one of the people, teaching prospective attorneys about the law And he says the Ohio Constitution and the U.S. Constitution don't permit excessive bail. And at some point, you have to give folks the presumption of innocence. You have to give them a chance to be out until they're found guilty. Do we have to give them their freedom to go out and injure other people in the public? And officers, they used to call them peace officers, but of course, that's a losing proposition now to try to keep the peace because when you get stabbed in the head... The person who does it is out on bail. And the learned professor, again, his name, Robert Barnhart, Capital University. The amount doesn't surprise me. I was a public defender for most of my clients. $500,000 might as well have been $500 million, as close as they could get to it. Well, Mr. Benjamin got to it, and he's out presumably sharpening his knife, to stab again. Now, I saw this yesterday. A drag queen, lawyer, and junior high music teacher, triple threat, named Adam Westbrook in the Kenosha, Wisconsin area, has been arrested and fired by his school district after an Internet Crimes Against Children investigation. Now, wait, I was told reliably that drag queens are not sexual predators. I've been told that reliably. Oh, you guys, all you on the right, you think a guy who dresses up in garish lady suits and pretends cavorting around, gyrating around, that they're sexual predators. You guys are bigots and you're close-minded and there's just no proof of that. Well, Adam Westbrook being in jail is pretty much proof of that. Wait, it gets worse. What did Adam Westbrook do besides do something that caught the attention of an internet task force against crimes against children? Oh, Adam, Adam had a system, ladies and gentlemen. Adam and his uh, husband... Adam and his husband adopted children 
And what caught the eye of investigators in Wisconsin is that one of the children that Adam and his <clears throat> husband adopted was the subject of the internet pornography that Adam and his husband were filming. So they didn't have to go find kids to participate in their sexually explicit videos. They just adopted them. Remember the progression of the LGBTQ lobby. First, it was tolerate us. We're not going to ask to be married. We're certainly not going to ask to adopt kids. Just tolerate us. And then, well, you know, really would be nice to be married because, you know, kind of would legitimize our love is love mantra. So now that you've tolerated us, could you just accommodate us? And then after tolerate us, accommodate us, it became what? Celebrate us, right? Celebrate us. Gay Pride Week. No, we need Gay Pride Month. In fact. You might as well just go all the way and have Gay Pride week, uh, Year and Gay Pride Decade. That's coming, I'm sure. And now we are at indoctrinate us into every aspect of your culture, into your schools, into entertainment. Oh, you don't think so. Uh, people like Adam Westbrook, who are pedophiles, uh, now have plenty of people advocating on their behalf. Listen, this is a conference about pedophiles and the term, how awful and evil and terrible it is to even use the term. Feelings. We do not choose them. Let me start again. We are not responsible for our feelings. Mm. We're not responsible. We do not choose them. We didn't choose them. But we are responsible for our actions. Oh, we are responsible and for our And we actions. must make a decision. Yeah. It is in our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. Oh, and see, to treat see I, them thought, with the same I thought she was going to say it's on the pedophiles to overcome their lust for little boys and little girls. That's where I thought she was going. But no. No, it's on you and me who are repulsed by it. It's on us to overcome our negative feelings toward people like Adam Westbrook who adopts a little boy and then sexually violates him in a porn video and puts it online.